This morning I am going to visit with you about something that for the longest time in my life I really didn't understand it. I didn't have a good grasp of it whatsoever. It's kind of like the book of Revelations. I have trouble with that. I can pick out sentences here and there. I can pick out notations here and there. But as far as understanding the entire book of Revelations, uh, I go back to Ned and the first grade reader because I just feel that uneducated about what John had written there. In like manner, there was a time that you would not have heard me talking about the devil. There was a time that you would not have heard me do a message on the devil. But as I have grown in my spiritual walk, I know more and more about him. I have seen him. I've seen him in his workings. And it makes me mad. It makes me mad, real mad. I have seen those that, as a family, give their life to Christ, baptized, the whole family. And then they tell me, starting the very next week, or maybe even that week, they start having issues before they come to church. It's no coincidence. You see, God doesn't want anybody given. I mean, Jesus, the devil does not want anyone giving their life to Jesus Christ. The devil wants to turn everybody away and turn them off. And if he can get someone that the community recognizes as a Christian to stray away, he smiles, he laughs. For then you will hear say, oh yeah, old Joe over there, he, he's a real Christian indie. Look at the way he's living his life. So the devil has his way. And don't ever doubt it. And when you step up for Jesus Christ as grandparents, as parents, as you guide your children, you step up for Jesus Christ. Be prepared. Be prepared for the devil will come after you. I actually had one family that says, we got up and we had an argument before we left the house. He said, we never argue. And then the next week there was a flat tire. I mean, he could see that the family could tell me things that took place before they got here. Joyce Myers says in her family's her family it used to be an argument from the time they left the house or maybe an hour before till the time they got to church and when they got in church, they said, Oh, how are you? God be with you. May the Holy Spirit walk with you. And then they left, got back in the car, and just resumed their discussion. I've been there. I understand. Do not think these things are just an accident. The devil will work on you in every way, and the devil does not play fairly. You've heard me say that. He does not play fairly. Anything he can do, he'll even go after your children. He'll go after your grandchildren, all, in the hopes that he can pull you down and destroy you. He will. He doesn't care. He does not care 
what it takes to turn you away from Jesus Christ. This is something that um, the power to heal by Pastor John Hagee. I want to read this to you, please, because he is so much more eloquent than I would be. Satan is not a myth. He is very real, and he wants to destroy your health. He wants to destroy your peace of mind. He wants to destroy your relationships. He wants to destroy your finances. He wants to destroy your marriages. He wants to control you and your emotions. He wants to enslave you by addictions. He wants you to be filled with bitterness, hatred, and jealousy. He wants your whole life to be destroyed. When I say destroyed, there are some lives that are totally destroyed by the devil. A very, very nice guy was a minister of one of the Christian churches in in Lubbock. Very nice guy. He had a very good... I'm going to say eight years with that church, maybe even ten. And then he changed churches. He, you know, he wanted to go on to Dallas, you know, maybe another opportunity. Uh, he went to Dallas, and that didn't last but a year or two. I had no idea that this guy was addicted. He had given up. Everything he had worked those many years in serving the Lord for an addiction. Not only did he give up going into the pulpit, I mean, he couldn't even get a job. But he also lost his wife and his children. They gave up finally. They moved away. He moved to Lubbock. He was borrowing so much money from his parents and he was such an issue with them that they left Lubbock. He now lives most of the time in his pickup truck, day and night. People will give him a job because he's certainly capable and he might hold it two or three months and he's back in the toilet again. And he begs for money just to pay for a motel room when he gets to get into a motel and take a shower. Don't think for a moment that the devil doesn't celebrate this situation. For this is a man of God and I, I know him well. I mean, he wasn't my best friend, but I had many discussions with him. And that was really the first year, 18 months that I was here with you and say, hey, what did I do? You know, y'all know I was as lost as a goose in a snowstorm. So I'd ask him, what do I do? So y'all really need to blame him and not me now that I think of it. But the devil loves that, doesn't he? He loves it. He loves to see 
Church members have spouts. They, he loves to see their friction in Sunday school classes or in sanctuary. He loves that. That all just pleases the hound dog out of him. He loves to see that arguing and bickering. He loves to see people divided, don't even talk to each other, go into United Supermarket, brush shoulders, but I'm not going to speak to them. He loves it. Jesus Christ is the answer. He is the only answer. The devil will dress it up. You know, you've heard that you can get a pig and put a skirt on it and put a lipstick on it, but it's still a pig. The devil tries to do all of that. Anything he can to destroy your faith, he will do it. He will do it. Sometimes it's something so terrible as something happened to your child. For I know there's no greater pain than that when something happens to your child. Such as the gentleman I just mentioned, the former minister and his parents had to come to the decision, we've got to move out of town. We're enabling him, and he's pulling us down with him. That's tough. That's incredibly tough. But with Jesus Christ, all things are possible. You did not hear me say, with Jesus Christ, all things are easy. It's not easy. It's not easy. But it's doable. When you're in that valley, please hear me. When you're in that valley and you feel like this is as low as you can get, and I believe this is going to what's going to happen with this man in Lubbock, but when you're down there, there's only one way up, and you look up, you will see Jesus Christ. You will see that He is there. You will see His hand. And you will hear Him say, Come to me. Come to me, my child. All is forgiven. The thief, this is in John 10th chapter, 10th verse. The thief that's mentioned here is the devil. The thief, and this is a quote from Jesus Christ. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it abundantly. The devil's to steal. Your joy, your health, your finances, your relationship. And Jesus is offering you peace. A peace that you're saying, I didn't even know I could have this kind of peace. It's kind of like when you turn off your cell phones. What a peace that is. Jesus Christ, though, his peace is so much greater. Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. At that point in time, he knew that he literally would be laying down his life, but those that he talked to, they didn't know. They did not know. Second Corinthians, the 11th chapter, the 13th verse, Paul writes, 
and he's talking about false prophets. And we know that there are false prophets. There was when Jesus was there, and there were when Paul was there. And there are false prophets in this world today. People that dress up, look good, sound good, but their teachings are not of Jesus Christ. They would love to get you to stray to some other teachings. Have you known anyone that, that worships all the, uh, everything they can get from the stars? You know, the stars has got to have the answers. Astrology or whatever, and I, I've read those astrology things but I'm talking about when you worship it, when that is your guidance instead of Jesus Christ, that when you get up in the morning, you read your, your astrology sign before you turn to the Word of God because you're going to go to astrology rather than Jesus Christ. And whoever told you to do that, they led you astray. If they lead you anywhere, anywhere, other than to Jesus Christ, they are false prophets. He is the only answer. And the devil will dress them up. He'll dress up that pig just like I told you, hoping you're going to uh, accept it. But when you know the Word of God, you know the teachings of your Lord and your Savior. Paul says, for such people are false apostles deceitful worshipers, masqueraders as apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. It is not surprising then if his servants are masqueraded as servants of righteousness. Their end will be what their actions deserve. Be careful. Be careful who you listen to. Be careful who you follow. Be careful whose teachings that you follow. There may be even, a, say, a Bible study at work, and I, don't, I endorse those when they're teaching the Word of God. In those cases, boy, Christians sitting around and visiting and learning and growing, it's fantastic. But once somebody brings something else in besides the Word of God, it's time for you to leave. You see, the power of the devil is, is so overcoming that you can sit there week after week and you don't even realize it that, wait a minute, this isn't the Word of God that they are teaching. This is a word out of some book and somebody's paraphrasing God and they have not even referred to it in a proper way so that you know it is not the word of God. Does that make sense? There's a gillion books on the bookshelf and it'd be easy for a Bible study to go into one of them that they're filled with anything but the spirit of Jesus Christ, but they can use his words to deceive you. Ephesians, the 6th chapter, the 12th verse, Paul once again says, 
For our struggles is not against the flesh and the blood. When I read up to that point, I said, whoa, flesh and the blood, that is very, very enticing, seducing. But finishing the sentence, for our struggle is not against the flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authority, against the power of the dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realm. Who is behind all the pornography that's everywhere? Who's behind it? We can say the pornography is the problem, and I've had many a discussion with one or the other spouse that pornography is an issue. And so if you focus on that, you think, okay, pornography is the issue. But we need to go back to the source. Not that we ignore this issue, but we go back to the fact that Jesus Christ is being attacked by the devil himself, and the devil himself is behind every bit of that pornography. For again, it can pull down individuals. I have seen it destroy marriages. He'll be behind it and he will be rejoicing. Rejoicing. When individuals put their hard-earned money, their last dollars, and buying that instead of taking care of their family. He rejoices. He dances. The devil is real. The devil is real, my friends. My family, be aware of the devil. For he is strong. He is powerful. He knows every trick to pull you down, to tear your marriage apart, to tear your relationship with your children apart, to destroy your relationship with God. He knows all of that. So my word to you would be, beware. If you find that your intentions were to go to church or go to the ladies' Bible study, and then you start getting irritated about little things, or you have interruptions, and you say, no, I'm not going to. Beware. For that is exactly what he wants you to do, is to sever your ties with the Lord. That is why I get nervous when someone misses three services in a row. Statistics have proven that if you miss three in a row, you're establishing a new habit. And the new habit is staying at home. So I get nervous. For I know the devil is powerful. He will seduce you. He will do everything he can to pull you away from Jesus Christ. 
Dear Heavenly Father, we ask for strength. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask for courage. We ask, dear Lord, that we may have the vision to understand and see when the devil is working us. The devil would love to step between us and thee. He would love to put an impenetrable wall between us and thee. Let us have the wisdom. Let us have the sight to stay focused on thee, Lord. For you're the one that's promised the joy and the happiness. And we know it's true. It's not a fairy tale. For we've experienced it in our life. The joy and the happiness that you offer. Go with us now, Lord. This day, yes. This night, yes. But each and every day from this point forth. So that nothing, nothing can take, tear us away or tear us apart from your embrace. For it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Our invitational hymn this morning is...